Hello and you're very welcome to Dan and Darren Dublin South FM. I am Darren McNicholas and tonight I am again joined by the amazing Kellyanne Evans. Hello Dara, how are you? Oh sure, we're super. Listen, we're nearly all here in our naughty bobbly hats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we have yeah, bobbly hats all over the place. If we had a kind of a, a camera kind of type thing, you know, like people would be looking at you live. Yeah. Uh, don't have one, thanks be to God. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, speaking for myself, I've got a face for radio. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, no, definitely not. But yeah, it's, it's bobble hat night. And, yeah. you know, I just, I'm, I'm delighted you wore them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's called he has a bobble hat. So you had no idea you were going to have one as well. I mean, that was quite a happy coincidence. <laughs> uh, I don't personally travel too far without a hat. <laughs> I may wear shorts a lot, but to be fair, I just never want my my head to get cold. My head gets cold, I'd say I'm done. I, I don't mind. I'll be out in snow yeah. a pair of shorts. Don't care. <laughs> ah, no interest in the world whatsoever. But uh, as long as my head doesn't get cold. Yeah, that's the main thing. I'll be fine. <laughs> so we have a super, 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 super. And I, I'm going to put another super show on the end of that tonight. We have Ross is in the box tonight. He is. Yeah, brought your brother again. I did. Yeah, and he had a big day out, didn't he? The, the little Rossi had a big day out, everybody. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He was at the Lyft, the London uh, Film Festival, and he's going to be telling us all about that later <sighs> on in the show. I can't wait. It's like Santi. It's just <laughs> like, oh my God. It's just, I just can't wait to unwrap him. <laughs> not in We're, a spooky kind of way. Yeah. No, <laughs> which goes back on. It's not that kind of show. This is radio. It doesn't kind of work like that. And I am not kind of going to help people visualise what you were up to just there young man no back to what we're going to be talking about Ross mm-hmm. and I will have uh, a little what we saw from the Cheap Seats segment our podcast again going on Dublin South FM Ross will be giving us reviews of Decision to Leave and the Banshees of Inna Sharon and uh, I will be telling you all about my big day out as well did you have a big day out? I did I went on the vintage tea trip yes and ladies and gentlemen I have to tell you there is a photograph circling on the internet of Kellyanne in Aguna. Yeah. <laughs> this is news because um, when, like, Dara and I were in college together and I never wore Agunas ever. Once, actually, we had to do a presentation and we had to be all professional and the lads had to wear ties. I missed that. And I, <laughs> and it was the only time that I that I ever wore a, a dress to college. And I, I, everyone was I surprised. wasn't there. <laughs> There's no photographic evidence. It's not on the internet, never happened. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be, we're going to be talking to the kids about the big deal. Yep. We're also going to have a little chat about the metaverse. We are, yes. Um, they're not legless anymore, which no. I kind of found very amusing. Um, and I don't get it. But yeah, this this is going to be interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be a bit of crack. <laughs> uh, so we'll have a bit of music as well. So we're going to have, um, ooh, what are we going to have? Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yep. I haven't heard them in a while, actually. And I was kind of going through their album today, or one of their albums. And I just realised you got to be so careful, so so careful, especially with their music. Yeah. Um, when you kind of, uh, not, not that there's anything wrong with it, okay, but halfway through, like they're talking about periods and pregnancy. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of going, hold on, oh, whoa, hold on a second now. Steady now. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, the water pony there now. Just back it up, back up the bus there. Yeah, you just have got to be sort of eyes in the back of your head. Uh, so the Bernadette ladies, we're going to have, um, yeah. Yeah, Ross has kind of gone on arty again and we're going to have a little bit of soundtrack with music there from uh, uh, Decision to Leave. Um, we're going to play out with a little bit of uh, U2. Um, but Kellyanne, ladies' choice, what are we going for first? Kellyanne, explain yes. yourself. Well, 
like I mentioned uh, earlier, I went on the vintage tea trip and it was all that sort of 50s, 60s music and that song came on and I thought, well, I have to play that on the radio if I'm going to be talking about it. So Yeah, no, definitely. I, I quite enjoy that. I like a bit of Bing. I like all that sort of... That era of music, yeah. it's it, it's in, it's incredibly good. Yeah, uh, feel and, good music. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, um, yeah, enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Right, so listen, let's get down to business here. Yeah. The metaverse. Yeah, they have legs now. This is this is a big thing that... Um, I have to put my hands up. I didn't realise it didn't have legs in the first place. I know, do you know what? Neither did I until I was watching the news the other day and then they said, they have legs. Wow, like, oh. that's great. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry, but... Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like they didn't have legs. Yeah. So, yeah. poo. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Mark, well, I mean, it's really hard not to, but Mark Zuckerberg is kind of trying to take over the world. No, just, I know it's, yeah, ooh, how do you, how do you explain this? It is just, now I'm of an age. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, where all of this was pie in the sky. Yeah. Right, because I remember the BBC Micro and that's where I learned to do kind of computer yeah. type things, you know what I mean? Not entirely technical. Yeah. And I would have had, I, I've said it before, I've had an Amstrad 464, I still have it. Yeah. Uh, very early started gaming kind of type things. That about for, was the games. Mm. So I would have been brought up then with, um, I can't remember that BBC show that used to kind of predict the future technology. Uh, anyway. I don't know. Tomorrow's World. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh, there we go. That was quite simple. <laughs> um, yeah. And they'd always have this, I don't know, it was a great one there of a guy walking around with a, kind of a huge laptop on his back or actually he was carrying on a computer on his back and he had a he had a kind of a laptop in his arm and he was kind of writing notes on it right it was huge this thing was ginormous yeah. like you know he was kind of going this is going to be great for doctors and you know <laughs> and kind of you can write and it'll recognise and he wrote somebody's blood pressure or whatever and stuff like that right you know and about eight seconds later it kind of went it recognised and kind of oh. 58 or whatever and stuff like that. <laughs> right. You know, and then he says, yeah, you press this and you do this and you do that and you do the other. Yeah. You know, then it's all going to be stored and all this kind of crack. Like, but that was that was like 100 years ago. Yeah. And now we're talking about the metaverse. Yeah, so basically the, this this whole thing now, the new development that they're doing anyway, because obviously Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do the whole thing with like Google Glasses and you'll be able to take pictures and record and stuff. And I can see people the, getting know. punched repeatedly yeah. in the face. <laughs> you know, it's all going to be fine and everybody's going to be really happy with it. But this new development anyway is to help, like, I, from what I can understand, is it's to help, like, companies to train new people. And I guess, like, I can kind of see benefits if you're training someone, like, from overseas, because obviously now with technology and with people doing hybrid working, working from home, you could essentially work for any company all over the world, really. And I know people who are working here uh, in this country who don't, their, their, their companies aren't in this country. Yeah. And I also know people who are abroad whose companies are here. Yeah, exactly. And have a great life work, work, work life balance and they can go yeah. do their thing and go walk the dog to the beach and stuff like that. And you're kind of gone. Yeah, so like I can understand from that point of view. The only thing is like if you're going it personally, like if I was going into an office and I was just handed a VR headset and then I was brought around the company and I was being trained online, personally I'd find a disconnect. I don't really know how I feel about that. Like what, like, what do you think of it? Uh, well, it doesn't mean anything to me to be brutally honest. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, it's just to me. It's just it's, it's just a game. It's yeah. not. It's not that sort of credible reality at all. Um, obviously, it's not. Yeah, virtual reality. Stupid can you be? Um, <laughs> yeah, but even kind of like that. It's just I. I'm. I'm sort of for people, uh, yeah. not for technology. I'm for cash and not for cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't quite see 
the benefits of it. Yeah, me either. I don't see a use for it. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm, I still struggle with um voice messages on WhatsApp. Right. I struggle with them. It just drives me insane. Yeah. Um. Instead of calling someone. Like, see, yeah. See, that's you, you young people. Yeah. You just don't seem to be capable of holding a conversation. <laughs> you know. But not everyone. I mean. Well, like, yeah. We're pretty much all the young people I know. Okay. <laughs> um, I know a few. Yeah. I don't know them all. I haven't met them all yet, but I, I know quite a few. But it is this kind of, oh, I'll do it later kind of thing, you yeah. know, in the privacy of sort of uh, under a balaclava somewhere, yeah. you know, and I'll send a WhatsApp message, a yeah, voice note. And you're, you're kind of going, I don't really fake a voice. I can't have time to listen to them. Yeah, I know. Like, I th- I think kind of coming back to the metaverse, like it, it's just, it's something that I don't think is going to take off as well. And it's cost so much money. But they just kind of did, did it. Did I hear like two billion or something? Something like that, yeah. I don't know Jopus. the exact figure, but it is something around those kind of lines. It's just crazy. And nobody thinks that this is going to take off. Like if you listen to like any any news piece that's done anything on this, any any sort of like Who's mainstream this media. Oh, she's the one reporting on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. She really isn't yeah, like Mark, does she? She's like a jilted lover or something, no, is she? No, she's all over this. Yeah, so you, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going to really <laughs> just do an Annie on you. <laughs> But anyway, um, <laughs> anywho, 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 yeah, big nod yeah. there to. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see this ending well. Uh, and I think kind of rightly so. Yeah. Uh, I think this possibly needs to fall on its arse. Mm. Um, you know, it's kind of like Blu-rays. Yeah. And all those other things that have kind of come and gone. You've kind of you gave it a good go there, lad. Yeah. You know, floppy just, disk. Well, we're flopped. Did a floppy disk? I, I, I kind of, well, maybe, uh, I, I don't know. I just kind of remember them from primary school very, very briefly. Yeah, no, floppy disks were a thing. You see, yeah. I also remember, kind of, I remember, God, I feel, oh, when I was into all. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of the first computers coming out. Yeah. And, and like, I did security for a company, and I remember when they got their first uh, sort of network computer. Yeah. And it was just one computer. Right. Um. And it sat in a kind of an open plan area. Right. But it was just one single solitary computer. Okay. <laughs> that was connected to the internet. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was back in the days when like there was only kind of two things on the internet. Right. You know, it was like yeah. the US Army and porn. Yeah. And that was it. And yeah. if it was over porn, there probably wouldn't be an internet. Yeah. Unfortunately. Porn is bad. It's not good at all. <laughs> just like I said, like, kids stay at home. Don't do porn. Um <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not, but it isn't anyway. But it's it's kind of, te- you're talking about floppy disks and yeah. stuff and, and, and the way the technology is moving on. And, and some of it you don't need, obviously. And some of it might be a good idea, but it's fine if it has an application. I know, but even like, I went to the, uh, well, there's two Van Gogh exhibitions actually in Dublin. I went to the one <laughs> that was in Artane, Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh, yeah. But in that, there was the actual exhibition, right? You could go in and look at the paintings and then there was like this in, this immersive experience where you're in a room and then you're basically like there's projections and you're watching all the sort of evolution of his paintings go on. When you leave that space, right away, there's a VR experience. So for me, like, I don't know, I didn't do it. I didn't really see any point in it. I went to the to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam and it was kind of like, well, I've already seen all that. I don't really yeah. need to walk through like... I guess if you want to, you can. It's just the whole virtual reality thing doesn't really appeal to me all that much. I just, again, I don't see the point of it. Yeah. It's kind of, eh, yeah. It's great for games, maybe. I don't know, even if it's not, but, yeah. you know, that's fine. It's 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 done, and as, as my son would say, one and done. Yeah. Uh, let it go. Let it 
But that that was interesting doing the the Van Gogh though, because like that that experience was literally just looking at the physical paintings on the wall, then going into a room where I'm looking at projections of the same paintings going on in a video, and then I leave, and then you have a VR experience. So it's like the evolution right in one space. That's a fair point, actually. Fascinating, yeah. Yeah, it's like crayons and bigger crayons. Yeah. There's always going to be room for crayons. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the takeaway. Yeah, from this. I think you know what we'll have a little bit of music. I think we will have uh, the bare naked ladies, and uh, it's all been. It's actually funny enough. It's all been done. <laughs> oh, you are listening to Dan and Dara Dublin South FM. I am still Dara McNicholas, and I am still joined by the amazing Kellyanne Evans. Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> from the absolutely scrumptious podcast Ooh. what we saw from the cheap seats yes yeah. scrumptious I like yeah, that yeah pretty good actually available on all uh, major and not so major podcasting things like Spotify yes uh, Anchor and those things forgotten them all yeah Cast pretty much Box. actually yeah because yeah, 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 if they don't have it it's not a good platform mm. and that's Anchor pretty much link it link in the bio of our Twitter at what we saw pod there, there you go. go. Yeah, that 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 cover everything. Yeah. Right. So listen. Anyway, Kelly had a big day out. I did. Um, I went on the vintage tea trips, which are these two. Um, well, I didn't go on both of them, but I went on one. They're these nineteen sixties buses that are blue and yellow. Ding and ding. Around town. Very much. Probably seen them. Um, but it's great. It's a it's a tour, but it's a twist because you have afternoon tea and you basically do a tour around Dublin. Um, around city centre. So, just to tell you like a little bit about the route, so you basically start off in Temple Bar, go up to the Phoenix Park, go to where the, uh, just up to where the American Embassy is and the President's House. Then you go back towards Did you not stop in for a a cup of tea? (laughs) Because I love, I just love tea and I love people calling in and they'll just go, hello there. And I go, I'm not a leprechaun. This is not Dublin Zoo and you cannot pet me. As much as I like being petted, you can't do it. Now, so then, now carry on. After you, throw, after you I should throw conkers. <laughs> I should throw conkers at your bus. After you chat with him, then you head back, uh, go to O'Connell Street, up around Parnell Square, Hugh Lane Gallery, back down, then to Delir, and overall around Georgian Dublin, and then you kind of end at Christchurch Cathedral, back into Temple Bar. So that's basically the route. Time-wise? It's about. An hour fifteen, I'd say. Right. Altogether, okay. yeah. Yeah. How was the traffic like? Oh, stopped at every traffic light, and we were actually really lucky because I went with my mom, and it was supposed to rain that day, and it was pretty sunny when when we were on the bus. It absolutely lashed. But lucky it was sunny when we when before we got Excellent. on and after I like we got that. off, so it was Lovely. great. So we were fine. Brilliant. But yeah, like it was absolutely lashed when we were in Phoenix Park, and then it got really sunny, so it was grand. But the main, obviously, the main thing about this is the afternoon tea, and like that—that's the kind of main experience. It was nice because it's something touristy that you can do without having to be like. Because I've never really done anything too touristy in Dublin. There's Have a lot you not? of stuff. Uh, fairness, really. you're, you're, yeah, you're missing. You're missing lots. Yeah. Well, I did. I did the like the only things is on. I did the Guinness tour. Uh, yeah, a you kind of have ago. to. Yeah, and then this year, actually, again. We, because the pandemic kind of made me realise there's a lot of stuff here that I could do that I have. A lot of free stuff too. Yeah. Well, this wasn't free though. I did no, the no, Jemison no, I, tour. I get that. No, this, but also I did the Jemison tour with my dad in January. Um, that was great. We both love whiskey. Both love Jemison. Right. So we did that. We went out for today and that was great. I have a nice well. bottle of Crested at home actually. 
Yeah. Just crested. I remember crested ten, but this is just crested. I kind of went, right. mm, fair enough, yeah. It's got a cork <laughs> in it as well, so it actually makes me feel really posh. <laughs> you know, I just drown it in Diet Coke anyway, so it really makes a difference. And lots, lots of ice. Uh, not that often because I don't really enjoy drinking anymore. Actually, right. it's not so much you enjoy drinking a bit, I just don't enjoy the day after anymore. Yeah, I know. You kind of have to All be... it wastes the time. Yeah. Exactly. You know, pretty much just going around, I really enjoy myself drinking. Last night the whole day is ruined and there's people who want me to do things and I'm just not bothered. Well, the good thing about this was it was only tea. Right. So it was And crap. no coffee. Well, no, you could actually. So you could get if you could get to your coffee if you didn't drink those. You could get was hot there, chocolate. Was there sandwiches? Yeah, you could do uh, hot chocolate, apple juice, or water. I think there was a menu right. with all the stuff. Sandwiches were lovely. Uh, we had everything. We were the only people that we were kind of surrounded by that did eat everything. Well, we're I think that's only right. And, yeah. I, and I wouldn't be averse to nudging somebody beside me going, you're not finishing that. Yeah, are you having that cake? You know what I mean? It's I know lovely. you took a bite out of it. I quite <laughs> like it too. But um, yeah, so you'd like a selection of sandwiches and then like little cakes and stuff. And then they also did scones as well. And you'd like... Scones or scones? Well, I say scone. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what do you enough. say? Oh, sure, either are. Scones, probably, actually. You know, oh, just, really? just to, yeah, just annoy Dublin people. Right. Yeah, I don't well, do see, that. it's spelled the same as cone, C-O-N-E, but you don't call them a con, do you? Huh? You don't call it a con. Like an orange con. You call it a... <laughs> you call it a cone. So that's why I say scone. Anyway. And there's no K in it either. You see? Yeah, there you go. I see her, whatever, and raise you a K. Uh. You don't spell cone with a K. You spell cone with a C. <clears throat> that band does. What bands? Cone. I don't know them. Anyway, back to back to my door. What band? Cone. I don't know them. Do you not? No. That's how to do lifts as well called Cone. So Are there you go. Yeah. And they spell well. it with a K. Yeah, and they spell it with a K. Okay, yeah. I'll yeah. have to I'll have to fact check yeah. you on that. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I don't I've know. never been called out on the radio like that before. <laughs> Good fact check you now, Mr. McNicholas. <laughs> Ooh, goodness me. Oh god, okay. Well, can you carry on? I'm gonna Google that, okay. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, uh, but, um, so it's a selection of cakes and sandwiches. Oh, and look, it was there you go, Cone nice. Engineering Ireland. There oh, you yeah, go. They are Improving the flow. Improving the flow of our right. life. This has not been sponsored by them, by the way, actually, <laughs> I might, might add. Uh, and then we see, is there a band called Cone? Uh, yeah. Uh, just a phone ringing somewhere. It's not, <laughs> nothing to do with me, anyway. Yeah. I have no idea what he's saying. No, I can't. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's spelling a K-O, isn't he? Oh, is he? Okay. No, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, there is, there is, there is, there is. Yeah, there's loads of them. Look, band, sound, sound, cloud, uh, there's loads of them. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And they're also okay, Annie. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, back in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was great. It was really good. Um, it was nice to just kind of go around. The good thing about it is it wasn't really like a guided tour. It was just like, um, you know, the, the people who were running it would just kind of come on every so often and just give information about where we were, but you could just enjoy tea for most of it. So I think it's a really good experience if, like, someone was coming... <laughs> someone... <laughs> I don't know. If someone was coming and... Um, that's Sorry, that's really distracting. But if, if you were bringing someone around Ireland and you wanted to, like, do a good experience and also show them some history of town, but not do, like, a full bus tour. I think it's a really nice experience. Maybe it's Sabine looking for Michael D. Maybe. <laughs> I only went out for a cup of tea <laughs> and some milk and I, I didn't come home. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God, whatever's going off here. Oh, my Lord, there's phones rattling and everything. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That's nothing to do with that anyway. Nobody else knows I'm here, do they? 
<laughs> no, shoot, no. Only under radio. Nobody know where I am. But yeah, God. no, I really, I really enjoyed the the experience. Anyway, I just thought it was nice. It's nice to do something kind of touristy that doesn't even really feel that that touristy. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. I would agree. Uh, yeah. And just, I, I know I mentioned it earlier as well. I see. I thought it started on O'Connell Street. I think maybe it did once upon a time. Yeah. Um, and and RT or two, a big oh god expose O'Connell Street, ah, oh, spiraling yeah. into uh, oblivion. Something it's a kip apparently according to RT. Right. Well, that's what I'm picking up from the uh, trailer to have out, kind yeah. of for the prime time tomorrow night. Yeah. As you drove past it, it's true at its speed. How did it look to you? Well, see, to be honest with you, that's when I got my scone. <laughs> so I was ah, just eating my scone. Right, so you had, um, your, you had your cone and you were yeah, nose down cone. in it, kind of going, yes, and you know, look at these people on the side of the road, yeah. I'm just passing through. Just going to eat Yaw. my scone. Little royal wave. Yeah. Lovely peasants. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, I, I couldn't tell much. you the last time I was on O'Connell Street. You yeah. know. See, the only thing I go, go, go down to O'Connell Street is first for the donuts. Right, fair. Have you ever seen the kiosk? Yeah, yeah. You I've never it. gotten a donut. Uh, just go down by one. Yeah. That's like, I don't know, could we, I don't know what it is. Probably 19 euros now at this stage, right? Yeah. But at one stage, you could get like five for two pound or two euros <laughs> or whatever. Like, But yeah. just, go, just go and get one, right? But yeah. the time you walk back up to wherever yeah, it is yeah. you're working, you probably have had a heart attack. <laughs> they're deadly. They're just, they're just a <laughs> ring, right. ring donuts with sugar yeah. and fat. Right. They're cooked in, I'd say, the fat of a dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're warm. They're just, they're probably part of the reason I'm carrying so much weight. <laughs> you know, not I haven't eaten them recently. They're probably just still stuck in me. <laughs> you know, th- right. this, 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 this will happen. You yeah. know, so just don't do the donuts either, kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stay away from the donuts. Right, listen, I think we're going to have a little ad break and then we're going to be, uh, we're going to be getting deep into it. Yeah. We're going to be having a little bit of what we saw from the cheap seats. We are indeed, yes. God, I can't wait for it. I, I genuinely can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm just—it's just like it's just like Christmas. We're going to unwrap. We're going to. Oh, I can't even look at him. We're, we're going to unwrap a Ross. You are listening to Dublin South FM on Senior Line is a confidential telephone service for older people. Free phone one eight hundred eighty forty five ninety one. We're open every day of the year from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., so it's free phone 1-800-80-4591. We're there if you need someone to talk to and need someone to listen. We're older people too, so we will understand, and we're very good at listening. Did you get the Senior Line number? It's free phone 1-800-80-4591. Capital Credit Union is open and lending. We are here to support our members for all their borrowing needs. Whether you need a car loan, a home improvement loan, an education loan, or even a mortgage, and with loans of up to 100000 available, Capital Credit Union can also offer you great interest rates and benefits. To start your application today, call us on 01-299-0400 or visit our website www.capitalcu.ie and submit an application. Warning, if you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, you may lose your home. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Capital Credit Union is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hello, Martha Lynham here. Why not tune into Memory Lane, a programme for our senior citizens every Tuesday at four? Or listen back on the podcast section of the Dublin South FM website. We'll be taking a nostalgic trip down memory lane with a mix of history, 
trivia, some golden oldie music and a little bit of banter. That's Memory Lane, Tuesdays at four on Dublin South FM. Memories are Your community radio for South Dublin. Dublin South FM. This is indeed Dublin South FM and I am still Darren McNicholas. And now, ladies and gentlemen, shall we just pause for the Angelus? I'm going to give you Kellyanne and Ross Evans with what we saw from the cheap seats. Hello and welcome to What We Saw From The Cheap Seats, the podcast that is a big supporter of stories involving weird little guys. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kelly and tonight I am joined by my little brother who you can hear laughing and my podcast host, Ross. Hello, Ross. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm not too bad, actually. How are you? And you enjoy- the way to... Yeah, you, that's that's Answer your question with a question. Yeah. Perfect. You know, yeah. That's exactly how you should have answered that. Anyway, <laughs> you had a big day out, big oh, weekend, I should say. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, I believe we're going to get into the whole thing later, but mm-hmm. I was at the London Film Festival over the weekend, for the final weekend, and I saw uh, saw a few good films. Yeah. Uh, but there's two I want to single out particularly, because they both come out here on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I want to put them on people's radar, because I think they're excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, the first of the two is Decision to Leave. Yep. The new film from legendary Korean, uh, South Korean director Park Chan-wook, mm-hmm. who people might know for his kind of twisted, intricate thrillers like Old Boy and The Handmaiden. Um, mm-hmm. This is a procedural thriller that follows a detective investigating the death of a man who's fallen off a mountain. Right. Only, you know, the more he talks to the man's widow, the more he realises that maybe it wasn't an accident. And maybe she's not innocent. Okay. So the more he talks to this woman, the more a connection begins to be forged between them. Mm. But is it love? Or is she manipulating the detective the whole time? So is it kind of like a film noir-esque kind of thing? Oh, very much so. This is a film that kind of very deliberately recalls kind of classic uh, old Hollywood thrillers, very very Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. In a way, it's... um, But it, it kind of updates it in a very kind of, you know, full-blooded, lush... Yeah. It's a very beautiful film to look at, you know, but it keeps all those kind of femme, femme fatale yeah. kind of hard-boiled detective tropes that people will know and love from film noir. It's a, it's a film that's overloaded with information. Mm-hmm. Um, it really pays attention to the procedures of these characters, the processes they undergo of, mm-hmm. like... How they solve crimes, how they commit crimes, how they confess, how they lie, how they cook food, get dressed, you know, clean things up. Mm. And this includes, like, disposing of evidence as well. Yeah. To the point where there's so much information in this film that's relevant and so much information that's irrelevant that it just saturates the story. Okay. And every reveal and every kind of, you know, major kind of twist of the story is hidden in, like, ten other mysteries going on. At the same time, right. it's it's a complete overload. I think the first, because it's about two and a half hours. Yeah, I think the first ninety minutes are extraordinary. I think it sags a little bit in the middle. Okay, because there's a few kind of false endings, and then it starts another mystery kind of out of nowhere. Mm. But it's all worth it for the incredible last fifteen or so minutes, which is 
you know, if anyone's familiar with Park Chan-wook's other films, you know, you'll know that his films tend to end in quite brutal, warped ways. Okay. This is no different. What, like, would neo-noir kind of film noir, would that be popular in in Korea or like South Korea or is that just kind of he just decided to do this? Um, no, no, there there would be quite a lot of um, noirish films yeah. coming out of South Korea. Park Chan-wook in particular kind of has... Yeah. The likes of Old Boy would have kind of shades of neo noir. Mm. Um, ever since the kind of, you know, the big Korean cinema boom in the last twenty or so years, there have been a lot of these kind of crime films. Okay. Uh, something like A Bittersweet Life by yeah. uh, Kim Ji Woon is definitely in that kind of mode as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was great. I thought the two leads, Park Hale and Tang Wei, were great. And yeah, I think it just—it's a film that has a great handle on the genre. What would you rate it? Um, I'm going to give this a very solid four mountains out of five mountains. I think this is great. This comes out on Friday. Um, I would highly recommend anyone see this. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's brilliant. It's really, really good. Perfect. And then another film that comes out on Friday is Banshees of Inner Sharon, which oh, you yes. also saw. So give us your thoughts on that as well. So, Banshees of Inner Sharon, this is the new film from Martin McDonough, who was last seen making three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, well, last seen in the cinema. He's been doing a lot of theatre in the meantime. Right, okay. Um, but he also, 14 years ago now, made In Bruges, mm-hmm. which stars Colin Farrell and Brenda Gleeson, who, funnily enough, are also the stars of this film. Yeah. So this is a story set on, a, on an island off the coast, the west coast of Ireland, and it follows Colin Farrell's Park and Brenda Gleeson's Calm as two men who meet up every day for a, you know, for a point and a chat. Uh, this happens during the Civil War. You know, while the Civil War is happening on the mainland, this kind of sleepy village is going about their day to day. And every day these two men meet up until one day, Calm mysteriously stops talking to Porg, and Porg doesn't know why. Oh. And what kind of starts as a slightly kind of silly, fun premise suddenly gets a lot darker, more kind of somber, and more reflective. All right. Now I, uh, I do have to admit, and I did say it on um, on here a couple of weeks ago, but I think it was just a trailer made it look very wo- very wony, very very whingy and very moany. I yeah. just made a new word there. Um, now I obviously am of the understanding that there is more to this film, and I will see it when it is in cinemas. Well. Yeah, um, and I would highly recommend you do. The whinginess and the moaniness is kind of deliberate. Right. Colin Farrell's character in this film is very moany, but everyone kind of knows it. Oh, okay, fair. So it's something that's kind of deliberately invoked, first for comedy and then for drama, as it kind of slowly begins to transition into some darker, possibly more sinister material. Yeah. Um, You know, because this is a film that's very much about change and about the personal shifts, national shifts that happen under your nose when you become, I suppose, comfortable with things, you mm. know? And the whole idea of if there's conflict in a nation, no part of that nation is kind of unaffected. Yeah. That this is reverberating outwards to this remote little island to the point where no one can even rely on each other for right. a, a casual chat, you know? Mm. And, um, yeah, it's a film that asks quite a lot of big questions about nationhood and about people, but it's... You know, in typical McDonough fashion, it's snappy, it's sharp, it's got some great lines, and it's really, really powerful in the end, I thought. I was really, really taken with this particularly. I think Colin Farrell is the best he's ever been. He won Best Actor at Venice Yeah, for this. Fun Um, fact. Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> and um, shame we don't have the keyboard to do the fun fact horn. I know. Here. But um, maybe one day. Hopefully. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> like the Just keyboard. like Back we have the keyboard yeah. here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I think the whole cast in this is great. Uh, Brenda Gleeson, of course. Surprise, surprise, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kerry Condon, I think, is amazing at the, as the, like, the only smart character on the island, the only one with any sense. Yeah. Uh, Barry Keown adds another, you know... A uh, lovable little weirdo to his repertoire of lovable little weirdos and weird um, little guys. Weird little, weird little guys. <laughs> there you go. It all comes back to the start. Um, it's got the best dog I've seen in a film this year. Yeah. Um, that was the first thing you told oh, me actually yeah. about this film <laughs> when we talked about it afterwards. You did say there was a great dog in yeah. this. And yeah, he, uh, he does a little dance. What more could you want? Film of the year. So um, rating. Rating well. Uh, speaking of animals, I am going to give this four and a half, verging on five, little donkeys out of five. I think this is one of the best Irish movies in years and years. I think everyone owes it to themselves to go and see this. You know, not just because it's it's really powerful moving, but because it's fun and it's enjoyable and it's a really, really strong story with some great performances. So there you go. Both films are out this Friday in cinemas. All right. Thanks, Ross. Thank you. Now, you have a little song for us as well. Oh, I do have a little song. This is Body of Evidence from the Decision to Leave soundtrack by Yo Jung Wook. I just let that hang there. I mean, oh my God, that's just like the most dramatic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's very different to my song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very different to oh, yeah. any songs. songs. Maybe not so much different to the other nine songs on the album, mm. but different to a lot of songs. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's a very good soundtrack, actually. Yes, very, you are yeah, listening to Dublin it. South FM here on Level level 5 at the Dundrum Top Shop Centre, uh, you know, broadcasting 93.9 FM, all over the place. Well, we're kind of just within kind of arm's reach and a little bit out there, a little bit down there over that kind of direction and possibly as far as the sea but you can get it online anywhere at dublinsouthfm.ie where you can listen live uh, and hopefully tomorrow I'll get around to actually uh, kind of downloading this and, and hacking it up into a podcast and putting it out so you can listen to it again and forever and ever ad nauseum <laughs> so Ross you yes. had a little trip you had a little field trip I suppose oh. really what you could call it uh, kind of a, a giddy weekend out yeah you could call it that, yeah. yeah was you that, went um, to London. In, is it the London International Film Festival? Uh, it's just London Film Festival. So why's it called LFF. Uh, LFF. Why's it called LIF? Um, because it's easier to say than LIF. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, just, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I think people just add the I sound in for convenience. Because yeah, okay. I thought it was London International Film Festival. So did I, first I'm time I that. went. I'm with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking with it as well because LFF doesn't make much of a difference. Oh, really? Because no. now when you go, it's you know, LIF. I, I, why... What if you were going through customs? Yeah. And one of the big burly men with the plastic gloves called you over and Oh, I might. Where, where are you off to? Oh, hello, Mr. Customs person. Sure, diddly I. Are they only going across there now to live? What's that? Hey, Paddy, what's that? Oh, the, the London Film Festival. I thought you said it was live. Back <laughs> in the boat. That's exactly how it went down. Were you there? Well, I did ask them to uh, give you the special treatment. Ah, yes. Okay, you know, I was wondering. I told them you had a, you had a cocaine, or uh, <laughs> I was going to say cocaine. You had a, a thousand kilograms of shillelaghs up your 
uh, somewhere and it had to be confiscated. That's for, ridiculous. Uh, it was in my suitcase. Yeah, well, there was still a question over the customs payment. Uh, um, my lawyer is shaking his head at me right now. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. more than shaking that now. Uh, should we talk about the festival, maybe? Yeah, please. Because, yeah, yeah. Just, just the whole experience. <laughs> uh, whole experience. So, um, well, this is my second London Film Festival. Right. I went in 2019. Did you go on your own now or did somebody have to bring you? Um, I was at my dad. Uh, right. We went in 2019 and we went again. Okay. Uh, is he like a responsible adult, is he? Uh, yeah. Right. He is, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we've done a few film festivals now together. and But this is easily probably the biggest one, um, I would say, because we were at uh, the three, we went to three films, the two I reviewed, and then another one, which I will talk about in a minute. Uh, two of those were galas, kind of big, you know, premiere events for the films. Uh, so I was at the Decision to Leave, that was the UK premiere. And um, before the film, um, Park Chan-wook, the director, and Park Hale, the lead actor, came out and uh, introduced the film, kind of talked to the audience a bit. Mm. And as someone who has been a massive fan of Park Chan-wook since I was, like, you know, a teenager... That was insane. Did you, did you embarrass yourself and try your knickers up on the stage? <laughs> you yeah. were close Spit enough. Sure you weren't. Spit on me, pack. Spit me. <laughs> well, we were we were pretty close to the front actually. Oh, I was really? in. Well, I was saving my knickers for the next day when I went to see. Um, no, you did one pair with you, yeah. I did. Yeah, <laughs> it was really. It's only one pair of throw knickers. Yeah, uh, they had to different. go up and get them off the stage. Yeah, was, they're yeah. different. But anyway, I need them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, pack. Can, can, throw them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, not those ones. Those yeah, but um, but anyway. So then the next day, um, we went to the world premiere. So we were the first in the first audience on the planet to see uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is... We did talk about this last week. Yes, that's we not did. The, 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 I was going to say the, the, the Disney one. The no. Disney one. No, that's not the Disney one. No, uh, this no is... it's not the other one either. No, oh, right, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's yeah. three this year. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a whole thing. Basically, the other two are bad. This one... Now, this one doesn't actually come out till December. So... If I thought this was the best film that had come out this year and that everyone should watch it immediately when it came out, I couldn't possibly say. If I thought it was a masterpiece, I couldn't say. But, you know, if those things were true, maybe they are. Who knows? But I couldn't say. But um, but anyway, <laughs> the, this being the world premiere, this had another big introduction from Guillermo del Toro, the director, and then also the cast and crew. This isn't his first movie, is it? No, no, no. He's done loads. He's, was he the Shape of Water? Yeah, yeah. Shape oh, of Water. Didn't like Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, I loved it. Pan's, Labyrinth. Like Pan's Labyrinth. Really? Pan's Labyrinth. That's my favourite movie of all time. Yeah. yeah it's lovely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so he came out and did an introduction along with some of the cast, including Christoph Waltz, uh, Kate Blanchett, and um, the kid who played Pinocchio, who it was his birthday, and uh, Guillermo del Toro got the whole crowd to sing happy birthday to him. That's uh, cute. He was 10 and 13. So. That's cheap. That's yeah. really that's cute. Yeah, I liked it. I think that's sweet. And, um, God, but yeah, so woke. And again, how how was it woke to celebrate someone's birthday? Uh, poor little thirteen-year-old child. Was he in a wheelchair? <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he had no, no, no major diseases. He didn't mention them. Yeah, you see. Yeah, but would you not be happy nice. at thirteen to be like at a world premiere of of a film that you made and everybody singing you happy birthday? Would yeah. you not be happy? No. Well, I mean, yeah, but you're not really happy about anything. Yeah, so I don't know why I'm even asking you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah, I'd be happy as well. Yeah, so would you anyway, not be happy? No. Uh, so um, Guillermo del Toro got up yes. and they they were all and like, was were you guys were you guys expecting that to happen? Was it was did you know um, you were going to like 
an event before that or was it just like, oh, this is going to be the screening? Well, we didn't, we didn't because okay. when the first, so the first film we saw was The Banshees of Inisherin, mm-hmm. which had its premiere the night before, which was also a headline gala because right. the lift is broken up into loads of different strands by kind of mood and feel and genre, but it also was a set of like headline galas mm-hmm. that have these big events before them. Um, the screen, and so they'll have a big like premiere event and then just yeah. a few screens after it. We just went to a standard screen in the Banshees of Inisherin. The other two, with decision to leave, we didn't know that was going to be the big kind of premiere of it. Right. Because it had had some like previews the week before. So when Park Chan-woo came out, I was like, oh my God, this is yeah. a thing that happens at these uh, headline galas. And then the more I kind of thought about it, is that all right? Is that your uh, headline gala <laughs> premiere event music? Yeah, pretty much. No, I'm just trying to find some music just to play in a minute, just kind of yeah. give you a break. But yeah, okay, sorry, but, um, yeah, I just fun. think maybe something to cure. I don't know. I'd love to cure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? But um, cure's great. Any, yeah. any requests? Um, do you have in between days? <gasps> Funnily enough, no. Ah, that's a good song. Anyway, <laughs> I see um, if I can find it. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the more I kind of thought about Pinocchio, the more I realised, oh my God, I might see actual Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, so you're going to say actual Pinocchio. Well, I guess you did. Well, the he was, was there. there. He, yeah, he brought the little <laughs> puppet and he had him waving at the oh, audience. Oh, that's cute. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I thought, oh my God, because <laughs> Guillermo del Toro, he's a real hero of mine. Um, obviously, I said, you know, Pan's Labyrinth is my favourite film, but yeah. it's also the film that made me want to start writing about films and oh, reviewing okay. them. So. No, nope. uh, well, no Guillermo del Toro. No, what we saw from the cheap seats. It's kind of that simple, you know. And I, I just think everything that man says and does is genius. And he was everything you would have wanted him to be, you know. Yeah. Kind of funny, thoughtful, considered, and the film is absolutely excellent. I cannot wait for people to see it when it comes out. Uh, everything we saw was great. I actually forgot to mention just something about Banshees of Sharon. Yeah, can we detail. talk about that? Actually? Yes. Um, both of Dumbelievables are on it. I meant to say in my review. Pat yeah, Short and uh, I know Pat Short, yeah. John Kenny, yeah. Yeah, okay, John Kenny, I do. Yeah, God bless him, he got mm. through the cancer and that's all great. But yeah. mm. uh, Pat Short being in it for me. He's done a lot of dramatic work. I know he has, like yeah. Garage, but Calvary. I just, every time I see him, I'm just expecting him to go, How are you, Father? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just, it kind of, uh, it's, yeah. yeah, that just, that's that's all it is for me. Really, yeah. You know, great yeah. actor. I know he is not a wrestler. He does get some funny lines in this now, but it's not that kind of like it's it's not killing the Scully. It's very. Uh, but the bar sounds like killing the Scully. You know, I've, heard, I've listened to parts of it on the radio, mm. um, excerpts from it, but and, and it, it does sound like a bit like killing the Scully. It's like killing and the Scully if it was really really like, sad. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, sorry, the bull. Um, um, the field. No, the other one. Ah, uh, uh, Savage. Uh, huh? Yes. Savage. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, I was going to quote something from the bull, Mick, but maybe no, not a good idea to do that. Let's not go there. Yeah. The radio. Yeah. Anyway, um, no. we're going to move no, on. No, I have a funny feeling I know what you're going to do and I could do it, but yeah. no, I'm not Let's not do, do it. Let's no. not. We're no. moving on. Anyway, it's a little bit like all of those things, but like really um, kind of funny and heavy. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's very black comedy. You know, and even when it's asking kind of bigger questions, there's always this really kind of these sharp quips. Very similar sense of humour too, something like in Bruges. Right. But you know? it even looks like Kilna Scully saturated, like even yeah. the colouring and everything, it just looks really, really dull. Yeah. As in like just just the look of it. Well yeah. it's what, it's nineteen twenty two uh three. 
Yeah, just there the Civil War. Yeah. You know, they didn't really have too much colour then. No, it's true. Yeah, fair. No, you That's know, true. it's fine. No, yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't have much colour when we were growing up. Yeah. Uh, we had parka coats and that was yeah. it. Like, Well, the world was, was black green. and white before the 60s, wasn't it? I, apparently so. I wasn't there for that yeah. bit. Then 1960, everything just kind of popped into colour one day. Wizard yeah. of Oz? That's before then. Oh, that's, well, that, that takes place in Oz. That's not on Earth. Also, they want you to think. Are you saying Oz isn't real? No, they want you to think that it's not on Earth. Okay. okay. Have you been? <laughs> really? I cannot confirm nor deny. That's a yes. Yeah, we're going to move anyway, on. Which one though? Oz. Yeah, which no, which movie? What do you mean? The Wizard of Oz. The original. The Are you thinking of the... No, the 1939 one. Oh yeah, that's your favourite like, of all of them? No, but that's just the well, one the that I was talking about because... Good. No, because... The other two aren't good. I don't tell me so. you like... Return to Oz. That's <laughs> fine. It's um, okay. Great and powerful. I haven't no. seen that. Oh, no. It's, it's, we it's, watched it's, it together. Hold on a second. Like, yeah. You don't just really go from 19 whatever it is over here to to Return of Oz or whatever the hell it is. But they're the other Wizard of Oz films. Yeah. You've got the Wizard really? of Oz, yeah. the Return of Oz. That's and what Oz I thought you were powerful. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, the Wiz. I don't count that. That as part of the Oz canon, but I should. <laughs> yeah, you should. Okay, so you've got so the Wizard of Oz, the Wiz, Return to Oz, <clears throat> and Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. So there's yeah. four. Yeah. There's got to be more. They're probably, they're the ones that I can... I forgot about the Michael Jackson one. And you know what? Probably for good reason. You yeah, have he's a... been airbrushed <laughs> show a bit, really, hasn't he? Hmm? He's yeah, been airbrushed out yeah. A little bit, yeah. But, there's um, another thing um, you wanted to say about uh, uh, Decision to Leave. And you was I a did. Park Chan-wook fact. I forgot to mention the Park Chan-wook won Best Director at Cannes for that film. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's probably one I'm not going to watch. It's got subtitles. Uh, it does. Not watching. But, but, like, but I... Why? Because the subtitles. Yeah, just, I can't be concentrating on that. Yeah, right. but, even, but even if you're not a big subtitles man, I would recommend this one. Because I think it's a really engrossing story, you know, and it's really, like, exciting and thrilling. And, no, you're not selling it. Am I not? Uh, well, I, I just think, if that's the reason you're not going to, you know, like... You, you you will be missing out, but it's it's. Your yeah, choice, I'm fine with missing yeah. out. Right, listen, ah, we're gonna really wrap it up now in a minute, okay? Anyway, but next week we're going to do our Halloween show. Yes. Next Monday night, so it's going to be all kind of Halloweeny, kind of related and themed, mm-hmm. yeah. and and stuff. So kind of really looking forward to that. That's gonna be a bit of crack. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be ah, fun yeah. for sure. I'll look Hopefully, forward to that one. yeah, let's not pick it up just in case it's not. Maybe no. it could be gloomy. Yeah. Maybe a bit depressing because. But you know what? You're gonna have to tune in to find out. Wait, if I if I do this, oh, if I go, it's gotta be great. The back of a fag and <laughs> it's gotta be bad. If I say both of those things, whichever one it is, you can edit out the other one. Like if it's great, edit out me saying it's bad. Okay. If it's bad, edit out me saying it's great. That's I sold perfect. it really well, and you talked over me to say that. I'm quite it disappointed. Sorry. Do you oh, want to well, the moment's one? gone, but yeah, it could be it. good Listen, or it could be bad. Where can people find? Uh, <laughs> where can we find the cheap seats? You can find the cheap seats wherever you get your podcasts. We yeah. have a Twitter at What We Saw Pod. Anchor link is in the bio. That's your best bet of finding out where you can listen. Uh, I have a Twitter at Kellyanne Evans. Uh, I have a Twitter at One Winged Kaiju. You can probably also just find us milling about social media letterboxed. Yeah. <laughs> letterboxed. Yeah, you'll find Dan and Dara um, on Facebook at Dan and Dara Doability. You can get us at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line. Me personally, you will find me at Mac Nicholas Media uh, on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And I even give out TikTok and I'll rattle soon. I'm 
Yeah, I'd never do that. I'm staying away from TikTok. Right, listen, we're going to play out actually with the cure in between days and we might hold off on you two till next week. No, actually we won't. Probably the week after. Maybe the week after that because it's going to be Halloween next week. So, yeah, this has been a whole lot of fun. Thank <laughs> you.